You seem ready. Ready. It's extra drama for book number 76, Miss Teen Sweet Valley. It's me again, Marissa Flaxbart, the host of this show, Sweet Valley Diaries, joined by Denise Boylan. Hi, Denise. Hey. Hi. We had so much fun talking about Miss Teen Sweet Valley last week. And one of the things that we only briefly alluded to is that this is the second book in Sweet Valley history that has a reader of the month. Last week in the extra drama episode, I treated gladiators to um, a dramatic reading of the reader of the month winning letter and I'm going to do the same today wow so let's let's sit back and enjoy I will say that um the they don't include this in the kindle edition sadly (laughs) so you gotta get your paper paper copies to see this with your own eyes I sigh with happiness close my novel and put it in my bookcase my name is Carrie Capone and I have just finished a Sweet Valley High book. My whole family has become used to this process because I'm a big fan of the series. In fact, I'm known for buying a Sweet Valley book at the mall and finishing it before I get home. You must think me a terrible bookworm. Actually, I have a lot of interests. I love to act, dance, babysit, and write, and also to play basketball and volleyball. I don't really look like a bookworm either. I have blue eyes and light brown curly hair. I guess the reason that I love Sweet Valley High books so much is that I grew up with them. My mom had purchased two for my friend's birthday, but I begged her to let me keep them if I promised to buy my friend something else. When I tried the books, they were so good, I'd stay up late wanting to read more. Kate William is a super writer, and she has a very good perception of high school students. So good a writer that I have not missed one of her books. And that is why, even if I don't win this contest, Sweet Valley will be tops with me. Carrie Capone, New York. Wow. I feel like I missed an opportunity to do another bad accent. <laughs> or a great accent. I don't know if I practiced it a little bit. Carrie I Capone, could do New York. Yeah, it's Carrie Capone. I sigh with happiness. <laughs> I love basketball and volleyball. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm loving. I never imagined that, like, I've been waiting to get to these letters for a long time, but I never imagined that they would be so delightful. Like, the last one was basically like, Francine Pascal is a national treasure, and these books are the greatest books that the mankind has ever laid eyes on. And I was like, I see what they're doing here. <laughs> see, wow. I see what they're, what letters they're picking. <laughs> Carrie's has a lot to unpack. Yeah. She doesn't look like a bookworm. She is like, sorry, I'm hot and athletic, but I also can read a book <laughs> from the time it takes to leave the mall before I get home. How about mom buys these books like sight unseen for the friend and um, the, <laughs> the Carrie is like, no, I want those books. She's like, if I'll you get her get something the, else. If you give this book to my friend, I will fucking kill you. This is for me. I'll get her something else. I got a little um like caught up in the middle of that sentence because I had this thought that was like, how wild is it 
that all these years later, it's what, like 30 years later, we're sitting here like unpacking <laughs> this little girl's letter about these books she loves. We're just like ripping into shreds. Carrie's just like enjoying retirement somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carrie, like I, it's so sweet. And Kate William is the best writer. Carrie, Aww. we love you. Yo, Carrie, you're so pure and your love of Sweet Valley is pure. I loved, I, I sigh. <laughs> I sigh with happiness. I really thought instead of I put down my novel or whatever it was, I thought my brain went to navel and I was like, where is this going? <laughs> oh, but, that's for the, in the hundreds, the, mm, the reader mm-hmm. of the month letters start to get a little sexy. Right. They're like, yeah, sure. Bring it in. Okay. <laughs> Let's not continue down this track as you start thinking about that a little bit. And it's just like, oh, oh no, no, no. Um, so we read a book called Miss Teen Sweet Valley. Indeed. And you know what? When this book came out with Carrie's letter in the back of it, Carrie had not read it. So we we were one up on Carrie. On on not bookworm, terrible bookworm, Carrie. You know what, though? That's, like, kind of cute. Yeah. To be like, oh, she's reading this book for the first time, and then at the end she gets to read her letter. Yeah. and so you made a, you like drew your line very clearly in the sand at the outset of last week's episode and said, I'm team Jessica. I think Elizabeth is being unreasonable. And even Amy Sutton had her line live and let live. And like, regardless of the merits of Elizabeth's point, Elizabeth should have like chilled. Yeah. I think. Not to get too like serious or et cetera. I think it's, I I wanted to talk about that. Okay. About like the issue at hand here, which is like, well, we don't have to talk, we don't have to get too much into like are pageants good or bad. Right, right, right. But although we can, but I think the question of like what does the book believe is true, I think is interesting. Anyway, I cut off your, your point. Oh, no, you're fine. I just, I think if there were, actual physical harm coming to people via these pageants, then it would be like, yes, shut it down a hundred percent. And not to say that there aren't, you know, the mental aspects for some people I'm sure who watch this or, you know, the comparison that you get anyway from like social media or magazines or, you know, what have you. Uh, Of course, that is definitely a component of it. And I don't mean to say that Elizabeth is wrong in any of her points, but I think the, to go a hundred percent in the direction she took, I just was kind of like, it's not 2023. We're not protesting like a, a government stance that is actively harming Mm -hmm. people, which I think is kind of, the direction she went in it, which of course, sure. when the you know time and place is right, go for it a hundred percent. But um, I don't know. In my mind, I was like something that the city of Commerce is putting on to raise money for a swimming pool, and high school kids are doing it. Like, yeah. let them do that. You don't need to shut it down, right? <laughs> like, and I think the 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 stance that a lot of characters that are pro pageant have to Elizabeth is like okay 
so don't enter the competition. You right. know? Yeah. It's like my my aunt who was a a prenatal nurse, uh, a prenatal. She was a neonatal nurse. Um, had a bumper sticker on her car that said, "Against abortion, don't have one." Right. And I think about that a lot. I mean, you know, it's just like, yeah. That's that's the thing you can do. And it's so funny that that's what comes to mind because that's, um, you know, people that are protesting outside or that were, I don't know what they're up to now, what have they devoted their lives to in in those states at this point. But um, I shot her to think. But um, we don't want to (laughs) know. The, the, you know, people like, you know, protesting outside of abortion clinics um, is the other end of the political spectrum that from what Elizabeth is saying in terms of like this is anti-women, you right. know, but oh my God, super political here. But um, I think it is a little bit of like, okay, well don't enter the competition. I actually think that um, to a certain extent, like her having the protests, like her or her, like putting up signs or marching or trying to get signatures or whatever is kind of like the best version of what she could do to try to kind of like make people think. Yeah. Like, that's 100%. awesome. And so she's like raising the awareness about the situation. Yeah. And I think that writing the article also is great. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing to do. That's how she feels. That's like what op-eds are for. Yeah. Like put your opinion out there and make people get people thinking about it. Yeah. And I'm glad that she stopped short of actually like trying to call off the competition because um, that's where she is crossing a lot. I don't know. I know what you, I know what you mean. Like I can hear myself saying it. And it's just like, well, do I think it's a good idea for there to be a high school beauty pageant? I don't. Right. I really don't. Right. Um, I, I mean, it shouldn't shock anyone. Like we have this whole podcast where we ask week after week, like this is what we were reading. What did this do to us? Right. And sometimes the answer is something good, yeah. you know? So it would be a shame if I, you know, extrapolating that we're like, you know, in the nineties, like we've got to cancel these sweet Valley high novels. They're bad. You know, they're bad, bad influence on young girls Mm -hmm. because some good stuff came from it too. Yeah. But, and you get both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought in the context of the story and within the context of the stakes of the story, I was like, yo, you gotta go take a nap. Go yeah. chill out. Well, I do. A big question, though, remains. That I think, I mean, it, this is something where we'll just be speculating. Like, there's no way for us to know. Mm-hmm. But what do you think the book was getting at? Like, what do you think the book, like the author of this book, what was their perspective? What were they trying to do with this argument? Because it is so rare for us to get a book about any kind of an issue or even something dumb where it's not just like crystal clear what the perspective is and who's right and who's wrong. I think it played to both sides pretty equally. Yeah, I think so too. Because for a lot of the book, Jessica just wanted the prizes and Fraser. Yeah. And then as she starts dance, she's like, oh, let me actually work hard and let me learn a lesson. Yeah. And then she falls, she gets back up, she finishes the pageant with the help of Elizabeth, but then she goes home crushed. Because she got bowling and no Fraser. Yeah. And just to a small extent, she realized that maybe all of that work was sort of for nothing because she could have just shown up with her most beautiful face. and Right. And there is some, I mean, it's, uh, I have been really annoyed with these books lately and their insistence that 
they just keep on reminding teenagers as if it's like point blank true. There's nothing to be done about it. That like, well, basically, you know, beauty is the main thing that matters in in the world. Um, and I don't think that's what they're trying to do, but it's like in the subtext of even of this book, right? Even, but it makes Jessica feel bad. Well, that's interesting. Yes, I would love for like the purpose, the mission of this book to be have been about like seeing both sides of an issue, about trying to do what um, the Wakefield parents—they're actually pretty good parents this time around. Yeah, uh, where they keep on saying to the girls like, maybe you guys need to find some common ground. Or you guys need to just talk it out, like come to, you know, don't let this fester. Yeah. And they both kept saying, I support both of you. You can both have your point of view. Yeah. That was a big, that was a big part thing that was hammered home. And I think maybe that is the the point of the book. And maybe that's why they chose an issue that was not very, didn't really have fangs. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like you can get worked up about it. It's easy, you know, about mm-hmm. it being a bad influence on girls about it being exploitative which elizabeth does say like point blank like the competition is exploiting the girls of sweet valley high yeah and there's some reason to that and that sounds really bad but it's also like at the end of the day you know it's like it's a talent show with a with a pretty dress competition and yeah. some swimsuit element you and know? they submit they were it's not like a child beauty pageant where the kids don't know what they're doing they like chose yeah. to be in it um right. one of my good friends from college was miss south carolina oh my gosh yeah and it was she put in a lot of work and i think another thing that would have been i think it's correct that jessica did not know this information necessarily but what would have been really interesting to kind of turn elizabeth a little bit in this book is if Jessica had mentioned like the duties that beauty pageant winners have after the pageant, because you have to show up for your community. You have to do mm-hmm. certain works and um, appearances and almost sort of like, oh, you have to get your like community service hours in kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, and of course they look like really hot while they do it and they have a crown on and a sash, but they have to show up for their communities in certain ways yeah. afterwards. And I think that would have been a really interesting thing for Elizabeth to sort of be like, oh, maybe it's not a hundred percent horrible if you are putting in all of this work for the pageant. And then when you win, it's about how can you best serve this area? Yeah. It is kind of surprising if they don't bring that up. The closest they get is Jessica pointing out that sometimes beauty queens go on to um, to become, to hold to important positions in society. Be famous, <laughs> but like also maybe go into politics yeah. or like, mm-hmm. you know, go into charity or whatever. Be some kind of public figurehead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think, it, again, I think it tracks with the character that Jessica didn't know that information to tell her. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think it would have been interesting if uh, Elizabeth could have been brought into it from a standpoint of like, oh, okay, there's a little bit more to it. Like, yes, at the surface, that's what this is. And, you know, you can say, sure, this is unhealthy for all of these reasons. But then at the end of it, maybe there's a little bit more of like, oh, okay, there's a philanthropy aspect to this as well. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I feel like we solved that one. Solved it. <laughs> um, there was one last thing that I wanted to share with the gladiators, or a series of things, I guess, which is we mentioned in the main episode that this book had some sort of fun little writing details. And so I just thought I would share a couple of those like super short um, moments that I that I marked. One of them, um, Jessica is having a, she, Jessica actually makes dinner um, something she never does, uh, so that she can kind of butter up her mom to ask for money, uh, for the dance lessons. And they start talking about Elizabeth's article and the book says, Jessica stuffed peelings and stems into the garbage disposal and then took some satisfaction in grinding them up. <laughs> I was like, get that frustration nice out. Character, character bit. That's right. It's right after that, that um, Alice says, um, Mrs. Wakefield wrote the check and handed it to her daughter. Remember, Jess, she cautioned, debts always have to be paid one way or another. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but I think my um, my favorite one of these in the whole book um, comes when Marlena, the other girl at the dance studio, is like, oh, are you Jessica Wakefield? You're Elizabeth's sister. Like, and she starts talking about the article that she just read in, in the school paper. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so she says, um, I really wish I could write the way she does. That article she wrote about beauty pageants was really hard hitting. Hard hitting was a good description, Jessica thought ruefully. When she had read Elizabeth's article, she'd felt as if someone had hit her hard. And one final one that um, is only significant because it, wow, it's really 1991, you guys. You've never had one of these before. And that is when Jessica's in her room. There's a knock at the door. Jessica sighed. Yo, she said. <laughs> so first, we had to market, celebrated the first appearance of the word yo. Yo. In the Sweet Valley High novels, to the best of my knowledge. Getting into the 90s, baby. Yo. 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 Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> well, Sweet Denise, do you want to take God. us out with some uh, some uh, wicked? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. I got I to do, do freestyle that rapping. one song mm -hmm. or just any wicked. Uh, <laughs> that's up to you, my friend. Oh. You don't have to do it at all. I'll, I'll do my rap, though. That's pretty. I've been working on it, I think. Hold on. Um, I have to yeah, see. Yeah, on some... Some um some free are you freestyling for yeah. us? All right. We're here to lay down some tracks. Miss Teen Sweet Valley. Sweet Valley High, number 76. Y'all heard Francine Pascal. She talking not one twin. There's two of them. They're bad. This is so bad. <laughs> I don't think it's rhymed yet. <laughs> Well, I was doing like the intro, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought you were doing. Three okay. Six Mafia, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had to do like Francine Pascal. Yeah. Um, the battle is raging, Miss Teen Sweet Valley. Not Sweet Valley Low, but Sweet Valley High. We got Elizabeth, Jessica, Fraser. You heard of them? Yeah, sister versus sister. There's two of them. They're identical. <laughs> I don't think any of that rhymed either. But that's okay. No, but that's okay. We'll put a beat underneath it. It'll be great. It, I was going for like a, an abstract rhyme. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. And gladiators, you know you can check out Sweet Valley Diaries on Instagram at Sweet Valley Diaries. We're on Twitter at Sweet Valley. I'll try to tweet sometimes. I don't really like that place. Um, but, you know, it's there. And then you can email me, sweetvalleydiaries at me.com. 
And until next week, bye. Bye bye now. Yes, I couldn't be happy. <laughs> <laughs>